Blog Talk Radio. I'm going to tell you something. Listen to this. It makes no difference what you do, where you go, or who you are. God never stops calling you his son. Oh, yes, and the father said, now, he was lost. He forgot it. He forgot who he was. He had spiritual amnesia. Oh, Lord. And every once in a while, I tell you in various words, man's only problem, and man only has one problem. I don't care how many problems you think you've got. Those are not your problems. The problem is not the problem. I don't care how many problems you have or what kind of problem you think you have. That's not the problem. Man only has one problem. He forgot who he is and is identifying himself after the flesh and not after the spirit. The spirit has no problem. The flesh has all the problems. The spirit doesn't have any cancer. Only the flesh. <laughs> the spirit doesn't lack anything. Only the flesh lacks. Listen. Let me give you something right now that's going to help you to cure every problem every time one comes up from now on. Know this. Whenever you have a problem, it just means that you have temporarily forgotten who you are. You are temporarily misidentifying yourself. The son of God has no problem. The son of a gun has the problem. And God's sons have problems only because they've forgotten that they're God's son. See, God's son is not condemned. The son of a gun is condemned. The prodigal son, while he was living in son-of-a-gun consciousness, he felt condemned. Just as low as he could be, dirty, nasty as he could be. But something in him said, I will arise. It lets you know that, listen, no matter who you are, what you've done, where you've been, there is something in you that can rise above it. So, there are two things you'd better learn to do. Stop condemning yourself and stop letting organized religion or anybody else beat you down and making you feel unworthy. Amen. Now I'm going to ask for some more confessions. How many of you have ever had organized religion and preachers make you feel guilty? How many of you have ever been beat on by religion? Everybody who's ever been beat on by religion, let's see a hand. Uh-huh. I can see them sometimes. Folks come in here with their heads bloody. They've been Bible whipped. And they keep going back every Sunday. You devil, you what? You're going to hell, bam. God's going to get you. And they keep going back for more. Some people are spiritual masochists. <laughs> All right. Guilt, conscious, unconscious, and subconscious, is the root cause of all man's self-hate and self-destructive punishment-seeking. Now, that's another thing. It may surprise some people to know that unconsciously and subconsciously, every person who feels guilty is seeking punishment. Seek and you. I heard somebody say, thank you. <laughs> Good. Now you know what to do. If you have guilt in your heart, you're really an accident going somewhere to happen. If you feel condemned, you are looking for an executioner. And you will find it in many different ways and in many different people. Amen. You'll marry one. <laughs> or you'll work for one. <laughs> or you'll find a preacher that will beat you. 
A man or mind who feels that he is guilty of sin or wrongdoing consciously and unconsciously hates himself. Now here, underline this so that you can pick this up. I'm going over this again. A man or mind who feels that he is guilty of sin or wrongdoing consciously and or unconsciously hates himself seeks punishment and finds it in many forms, such as enemies, opposition, bad luck, and victimization. The self-condemned man or mind sentences himself unconsciously to life imprisonment and hard labor. There used to be some years ago, none of you kids are old enough to remember, but there was a TV program titled, The Verdict is Yours. Every man is his own judge and jury. Whom do men say that I am? Okay, various things. Well, now, Jesus is saying, in effect, that doesn't matter. Who do you say that I am? <laughs> what do you say about yourself? What sentence do you pass upon yourself? Say that to the two people sitting beside you. What sentence do you pass upon yourself? What sentence do you pass upon yourself? See? You'd better issue yourself an executive pardon and come on out of jail and be free to be, to do, and to have the good that you desire. But a lot of people are like that. They have sentenced themselves to life imprisonment. And they go around singing, oh, it's so hard to get along. Down south they had a song they called a spiritual, but it was the lowest blues about it's hard to get along. I just can't hardly get along. And another one they call a spiritual, but it's a low-down, dirty blues. The devil wouldn't even sing it. You know, the one that goes, I am a poor pilgrim of sorrow. Devil wouldn't sing that. It's too low for the devil. Yet they sing it in church. When you say that, you sentence yourself. And then there was another one they sing sometimes about, if I can just make it in. I don't understand how people get happy with some of these songs they sing. Just, I don't mind the clothes I'm wearing. And I don't mind the way I'm faring. If I can just make it in. Make it in where? If you turn up at the pearly gates looking like that, you see, a song like that gives the mind the idea that life has to be hard, life has to be difficult, that you have to go through hell to get to heaven. Well, that's all right. Everything be all right after a while. Over yonder, in the sweet by and by. That's how people sentence themselves to life imprisonment and hard labor. This is another reason Jesus tells us about judgment. He said, judge not, lest you be judged. Leave other people's sins alone. You are not called upon to judge other people's sins. You've got enough of your own. Straighten yours out. <laughs> it's all you can do to stay out of the flesh and to stay in the spirit, you see. You don't have to judge this, that, and the other. Stop thinking that it is your job to judge everything that goes on in the world. Oh, isn't that terrible what they're doing over there? Oh, isn't that awful what they're doing over there? You're bringing yourself under that same judgment. As I've told you just before, preachers who make it a hobby to preach about certain sins, that always gets them. I've 
tell you this every once in a while, I'll never forget the first fashion show we had here, and I was backstage, and uh, there was a lady back there that I'd never met before, and she came to me. She says, oh, Reverend Ike, she says, I'm so glad to see you and to meet you. I said, when you pray your prayer for sinners, please pray for me. <laughs> I looked at her, and I, uh, the spirit must have said it because the flesh didn't say this. I said, lady... I'm not interested in your sin, my sin, or nobody else's sin. And you know, one of the things that will bind sin to you and you to your sin is being so interested. Oh, what a terrible sin I have. Oh, my weakness. You ever hear people say, oh, my weak, this is my weakness. <laughs> and the more you talk about it, and you beat yourself, but oh, it's my weakness. Oh, this is my terrible weakness. <laughs> and you beat yourself for it you flagellate yourself for it you won't get rid of it like that let go and let God in the deep subconscious there is no condemnation but self-condemnation now isn't that interesting let's say that in the deep subconscious there is no condemnation but self-condemnation no rejection but self-rejection now, every time it appears outwardly in the world that you are rejected, it is only a reflection of some deep self-rejection within you. You subconsciously rejected your own loan because way down deep you didn't want the burden of paying for it. You were afraid of debt. You know, people sometimes don't know why certain things happen. But the banker never rejects your loan. If a banker rejects your loan, it's not him. He is only your agent. He is your subconscious agent. Everybody in your life is your subconscious agent. Now that will make your belly bitter, but your mouth sweet as honey. As far as you are concerned, everybody is doing to you what you subconsciously compel or permit them to do. Everybody is our subconscious agent insofar as they concern us. They do to us what we permit or compel. There is no impoverishment but self-impoverishment, all resulting from conscious or unconscious, subconscious self-hate. Any feeling of undeservedness is really self-hate at the bottom. You're really saying, I don't deserve this. I hate myself and I don't deserve that. So if there's any feeling of undeservedness in you, you'd better deal with it. That is self-hate. It's getting quiet in here. Why don't you deserve it? Tell me one reason why you don't deserve it. That's when you hook into your guilt. And that's why. You're saying, I'm a terrible person now. I'm not good enough. And it would surprise you to know the millions and millions of people that have that type of subconscious self-hate. A feeling of undeservedness, which as I say, is based on self-hate. Now the cure to self So then, you could say that a kind of extremely subtle sensory awareness has to be developed as between the individual and his environment so that he feels it out. Now, today, this sort of talk is very unpopular because scientifically-minded people, especially academic scientists, those who teach in universities, are exceedingly suspicious of intuitive 
reactions. I say, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. You can get into all sorts of trouble that way. But the thing that they neglect to, to realize is that everybody uses it. Even the most meticulously careful, analytical, rigorous, sound scientist uses intuitive judgment after a certain point. Why? Because uh, you may accumulate data forever. And you may decide that this is uh, on the whole and uh, taking all due things into consideration and procedures having been worked out that this is the right thing to do. Why do you decide then? Mostly because time's up and somebody's pressing for a decision or else you are bored to death with bringing in data because you never know much how much data you need to make a certain decision. And therefore, you may go on collecting data till all is blue, but in the last analysis, you'll work on hunch. A person who thinks all the time has nothing to think about except thoughts. So, he loses touch with reality and lives in a world of illusions. By thoughts, I mean specifically chatter in the skull, perpetual and compulsive repetition of words, of reckoning and calculating. I'm not saying that thinking is bad. Like everything else, it's useful in moderation. A good servant, but a bad master. And all so-called civilized peoples have increasingly become crazy and self-destructive because through excessive thinking they have lost touch with reality. That's to say, we confuse signs, words, numbers, symbols and ideas with the real world. Most of us would have rather money than tangible wealth and a great occasion is somehow spoiled for us unless photographed. And to read about it the next day in the newspaper is oddly more fun for us than the original event. This is a disaster. For as a result of confusing the real world of nature with mere signs, such as bank balances and contracts, we are destroying nature. We are so tied up in our minds that we've lost our senses. Time to wake up. Peace, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Truth Tuesday Show with your host, Dr. Bell, here on Hindsight Radio, the information station changing the nation. I hope everybody's doing well out there. Um, Man, a lot of stuff's going on lately. (laughs) The circus of the United States is continuing to uh, manifest itself. You know, everybody wants Biden to win, but there's a lot of people that want him to win. Some people want Trump to win. They were celebrating in the street. And I, 
I did a video earlier. Now, I don't understand how people of color is out there celebrating anything when it comes to this government. But we get treated the worst out of everybody, but we celebrate that some guy, some some uh, Caucasian guy, European descent, is going to get in there and do something for us when they haven't done anything for us in the past. I don't get it. <laughs> I mean, we, I saw more of us out there celebrating than I've seen anybody else. I'm like, really? What do we, uh, we celebrate now? Uh, uh, our failure? Being last in place in the, in the economic world? Is that what we're celebrating? What it shows you, the mindsets of uh, people is uh, just not, they, their mind is on things that have nothing to do with their success. Personally or with their own family. That's what their mind is on. You know, they, they, they're worried about who's going to, oh, Trump is this, Trump is that. You mean to tell me this country, um, uh, Beth shipped a video with a, with a guy talking about, we're trying to blame all the problems on man that was already here before he even became president. He just, his, his ideologies or way he acted in office just made it more, um, what do you call, people were more comfortable with displaying their racism and their hatred because he was president. That's all it did. It exposed what was already there. Just, you know, people just was more blatant with it. You know, we got to work on that. And then, like I said in my video earlier, I'm, I'm probably going to play that video, you know, at the end of the show that I did. Um, Cause I went over nationality. That's the topic of, of today, you know, correct the nationality, how important that is to do. Um, because especially now, because we don't know what's going to happen in the next, uh, with the next, um, you know, presidency or administration. We don't know what they're going to do. I mean, all I heard uh, Biden talking about was wearing masks at least 10 times in the speech. He said, wear a mask, wear a mask, wear a mask. He kept saying it over. He kept repeating it. Like he was trying to program you to accept that. So that's what he's talking about, which if you if you if you're a logical thinker, that don't even make sense because the numbers were lower when they weren't wearing a mask, you know, when they weren't forcing people to wear masks. Now they're for, you're telling people to wear masks, and everybody's wearing them on planes everywhere, and the numbers are going through the roof. They're blaming it on the winter, but it hasn't been cold. You know, it's still close to eighty degrees here in North Carolina, but the numbers are going through the roof. What happened? You haven't had any cold days here. You had some. You know, chilly days, but I mean, really cold? No. You know, Lois has been probably about 40, 50, but lately it's been close to 80, but the numbers are still going to see. It just shows you that they're just saying things, and most of your facts that you call facts are coming from mainstream media telling you what to think. And people take that as facts and, 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 and run with it. But if you got your mind healthy, um, you don't have to worry about any of that. If you're just worrying about the prosperity of your family, you don't have to worry about any of those things. That's their problem. And what the Bible says, be in the world but not of it, that means not to have the same mindset as the rest of the world. Don't be a sheep. Don't have the herd mentality. And that's what's going on. People 
don't have anything going on for themselves. So the only thing they can do is look to what everybody else is doing and, 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 and run with that. You know? Hold on a second. Oh, I'm getting my ground so he's making all this noise coming down the steps. Um, but anyway, um, that's right. Keep keep your mind on your own prosperity, your own business. Um, shouts out to all the people that are starting their business. A lot of people have started their business, men and women that I know. They're sending me their websites. Um. In, 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 in introducing their products to me, uh, that's good. That during this hard time, people are thinking about uh, moving moving forward with opening their own business, excelling in prosperity. That's that's a, a good thing, and they're going to be successful if they stay with it every day advertising it, telling people about it. You know, one thing about business is people who you think is not going to buy will buy, and who you think will buy, who won't buy will buy, and who you think will buy won't buy. So that means you got to talk to everybody about your business. You know, I can tell you right now who won't buy, (laughs) your family, people that's closest to you. They're the least likely to do business with you. But they'll be the ones asking, oh, how's your business going? How's everything doing? They'll, but it'll never cross their mind. Well, let me help them. Move them forward and, 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 and promote, you know, you know, at least promote it. You know, I've had several businesses. And and it was always the closest people who never really even thought about advertising my business for me or, you know, helping me do it. I'm talking about mates, <laughs> people I was sleeping right next to. Never even thought of it. That, that didn't even cross their mind. Oh, you're doing that. It's like you're, you're not even on the same team. And I, 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 that always confused me. Like, why they don't want to promote it? They don't believe in what I'm doing? Is it? By promoting my business, that's going to help them, won't it? No. I think somewhere inside that's a you know, form of, of of jealousy. You know, I don't think it's like a direct jealousy. I think it's just we are trained to not work with each other by this system. We have bought into the programming that we don't look to each other for, you know, as a business, um, what do you call it? Like, we don't look to each other like we're competent to do business with each other. And I've even found myself saying things crazy like, man, you know, our people are just tough. And it is tough. It is true. But we got to not look at those negative and think positive. You know, recently I've had experience doing business with our people, and it wasn't a great experience. But still, we got to push through that because there is our great people do want to do good business. You just What it is is that tells me, that I have to not assume that everyone is going to be bad or think like that because that's what I'm going to draw to me, right? And so when I'm thinking positive, hey, you know, we, oh, we do do great business as a people. That's going to bring me to good people because if I'm talking about we attract what we think. So if I get a person 
that looks like me, have my complexion, and he's doing bad, that means somewhere in my subconscious I thought or expected that. I got to accept that. I got to be, be, be real about that. You know? But, at the, you know, at the same time, I've had, you know, I've had all, um, had my barbershops and, you know, the people that used to come to my shop to, to actually pay me. I can't even remember who paid me. <laughs> I think I've had a barbershop from 1997 until this, this 2020 to 2018. I sold my shop. I've had two shops. And literally, People in my family, outside of my immediate family, um, who came to support me uh, once. No, twice. My uncle passed, just passed. He came. But he lived in Augusta, so I can't expect him to come down, you know, South Carolina, Columbia, with a haircut. But he, when he came, I, I cut his hair a couple of times. And there was a relative that lived in the area came once. <laughs> You know, and they would call, you know, and they were the type of relative, they would text you, hey, you busy? Uh, not, I may not be busy now, but by the time you get here, I'll be busy. I don't know. Right now, I'm not, you know. Then they'll call again, you still busy? And never show up. That's the type of stuff that's going on. But what I'm saying, if you have a business, you keep promoting. Don't care about. Don't let you let the distractions of your family who don't support you uh, keep you from moving forward. And don't even try to you know force it on them. They don't want to do business. Don't let them do. You know, don't say anything. Just keep making. You know, one day you're gonna wake up and you're gonna be super successful, and they're gonna be asking you how you did it, and the, and your answer is gonna be, I just kept pushing, regardless of as you know people that didn't want to do business with me. I just kept looking for the person that would do business with me. That's all I was looking for. You know, I got through all of the no's to get to the one yes. And that's what business is all about. You know, you get more no's than you do get yes. You know, normally people, I, I can track the analytics of my website and see who's, what page a person is on, where they're at. So, on my page, on average, probably 100 people go to that page a day. And maybe three people will buy something. Maybe. Some days they don't buy something. You see? But the good days outweigh the ones that, that are bad days. That's why uh, it's always better to be in business for yourself. Because you might get a couple of days that don't look good. But don't pay attention to that because then you're going to get a day that makes up for the days that you don't do it. But the fact that the, the thing is you have to keep your business in your consciousness. Okay, what do I do? Okay, if I'm not doing anything, I need to keep pushing. I keep advertising, talking about it. So if you're not talking about your business, nobody's thinking about your business. If you're not thinking about your business, no one else is thinking about your business. You know, you can't, there, there's no time to rest. You know, I got people who send me website. Oh, look at my website, this and that. But what I don't say, that's great. You got a website, but I should be seeing some advertisements too. Some promotions. How are you getting it out there? You know, if you're not getting your, I, it, 
the idea is not just to put up a website, but the idea that that, that website needs to be making some money. Like I told y'all before, my website before, I didn't really have a website. I had a store set up, and I was making money. I didn't have all these fancy things up on the website. Now, I see fancy websites making no web money at all. You see, you spend too much time on the wrong thing. And I tell people that. Stop worrying about how perfect that website is. And have it out there. Oh, I needed to look at this. Looking at an image, worrying about what people think more than what they're going to buy. People are looking for a product, and they're looking for something. And you get, and people don't buy from you because they uh, like the product so much. It's people buy because they like you and how you came across. When I would go to door, I used to be door to door selling cable, satellite, and all of that. You can buy. They can buy it. They can buy. They have so many places they can buy cable from. They can call in and get it. Go on the internet and get it. So what makes me stand out that they're gonna buy it from me directly at their door? So I have to build rapport and become friends with them people to a degree. Some people, you, some of y'all, are just not friendly. No. Now y'all friendly when it comes to going out to a party, social gathering, you're real friendly. But when it comes to your business, you're not friendly. You know, you got to know how to be business friendly. You really, if you want to be successful in your business, every thought in your mind, no matter where you are, where you're at, whether you're on vacation, whatever, you need to be thinking about your business. There's no such thing as going on vacation. Oh, I'm on vacation. I ain't thinking about that. Nah, that's what broke people think. That's how they think. Now, I ain't gonna, I'm a, my business on hold while I'm on vacation. No. You need to still be making money. And I rest assured, all of the people that's got the millions and all of that stuff, they're thinking about their business on vacation. Now, they might uh, delegate responsibilities over to someone else to run it, but they are checking their money their bank accounts, to make sure that they're making that money. I know you're like, oh, I keep talking about business and money. I'm talking about because I want to program y'all the opposite way this system is programmed. This, the, this system programmed y'all to accept a paycheck, accept someone telling you what your salary is going to be and what your hours are going to be, what vacation you're going to take. This is, this is what this system is about. It's not about you succeeding in your own business. So why in the hell are you worried about a president? Really? The only thing that concerns me with this presidency is the ramifications for this whole election. Trump not accepting the, the you know, what I wouldn't even say he lost. You know, we could see there was some shady things going on. Just this whole him fighting back to count the votes, what it's going to do to the mental of the people that support either side. That's the only thing that concerns me. Is it going to send us into a civil war? And it's not really a concern. It, what it is is I'm thinking about it and preparing. What would I do if we do have a civil war? Am I going to sit around here and watch it? Or am I going to get the hell out of here for a few months and chill? Because that's actually what I'm thinking about. We were just talking about, you know, you want to go somewhere for a couple of months and chill, pay your rent somewhere, rent a, rent a, rent a house in another country. Till this all plays itself out. 
you know, because when the when the when the when the stuff hits the fan, it's gonna be hard to get out the country. Now you're a refugee. You know, I don't want to leave in, leave under the guise of being a refugee. I want to leave when it's all normal, then sit back and then when things jump the fan, I want to be sitting across the water looking at the smoke, the fire. You know, and I don't usually think like that. You know, I just think, and I'm not thinking of being afraid. I'm just thinking of being prepared because, you know, there's some real ramification. I really, we got, this has been a, a interesting, abnormal year. And we got a, what, less than a couple of months left. I just really feel like 2020 is going to go out with a bang, literally. <laughs> really. <laughs> and, you know, and it's not time to, it's time, you want to think positive, you want to stay strong in your thoughts, but, you, you know, it's not going to affect my household. Why it's not going to affect my household? Because I'm going to be prepared. You know, all those, those crazy Trump supporters, feeling like they got cheated, what do you think they're thinking about, what they're planning? You know, yes, thinking positive is great when it comes to your personal space and what you bring in money, but you also got to be thinking logically because not everybody has a healthy thinking pattern. There's people out there that really want to go to war to shed blood, right? So, just got to be mindful. So all of that running in the streets, you know, cheering on Joe Biden, what? <laughs> for what? Joe Biden did nothing for nobody, not for our community for 47 years. So what makes you think he's going to do something for you now or the next four? He doesn't give a damn about you. And none of them really give a damn about you. They're not thinking about you personally when it comes to, these, you know, these, these positions. They're thinking about, any decision I make, how is it going to affect my children, my family? Isn't that normal? It, I think like that, right? I'm thinking about what's going to happen to my family. I, you know, I, I, I can have empathy for people's position, but I really care mostly about myself. So when you really be honest with yourself, you know, now he's in a position where, you know, they can make decisions, supposed to be making decisions for the country, you people of color. They're thinking about people that look like them and making it better for them, a better place for them. They've always done it, and they will continue to do that. Why? They designed to do that. That's their job. So stop expecting anything different or wanting anything different. You know, participating in your own abuse. <laughs> That's what people are doing. They participate. Yay, yay, we got we got him out of there like Trump's gone. And really, you know what you know what the real celebration is about? If you really want to look deep into it, the real celebration is when you look at Biden, people don't see him as a person with a lot of money because he hasn't been, you know, represented that way. He's just a politician, right? But he's got money. Trump represents a legacy of money. You know, Trump casinos, hotels, rental buildings, construction companies, you know, all of that. He represents money. And really symbolically deep down inside, the people that are that are protesting against him are people who hate wealth. 
if you really want to look at the look at the psychological psychology behind it. Now, some people, say, oh yeah, this Trump because he grabbed, he said something about grabbing pussies and stuff like that, right? Right? Come on, if we sit in there and think about it, I've been in barbershops and had many conversations where we talk with guys brag about their sexual conquest. That's nothing different than any other man has had a conversation about. That's really nothing. That's like, you know, that's men talk crazy when they're amongst each other and they, a lot of them be telling lies about their sexual conquest. You know, that could be a lie he's t- talking about, right? You know, that's what they wanted to hone in on. And you can't tell me Barack, Biden, and any other man has not had a conversation or been in a room with men who had conversations just like that. It might not have said exactly that, but, I mean, I've heard, you know, guys talk about who, how much sex they had with a woman, where they had it, and what they did, and they were going into all of these details. Yeah. Men, young men especially, tend to lie on their sexual con- conquest or embellish. And that's what, that's why I saw that situation. But really, the psychological profile, the psychological issue is, are you a person that hates wealth? And if you're a person who is always condemning the wealthy, you will never be wealthy, ever. They were, they were getting in on Little Wayne because he had a, he was supporting Trump, right? Like, I don't really um, value Little Wayne's opinion, you know, because, you know, on, on certain topics. But I will say this about it. He knows something because he, he, his bank account is definitely larger than mine, right? So he made some moves that put him in a position to have the wealth that he can to give his family a comfortable. End of the day, what matters? What really matters? Are you a man? I'm only I'm speaking to men because I'm a man. And let the women talk to the women. Are you a man who is providing a comfortable lifestyle for your family? And if you are not in that position, if you are struggling, if you are having issues with doing that, then you don't have time to think about Trump or Biden. You don't. You need to be thinking and focusing on what can you do to make your lifestyle for your family now and for generations to come. Because that's what I'm concerned with. Trying to break general broke curses that I got in or inherited or mentalities that I inherited from my family from generations. Because that's what we've been passing down as a people. We've been passing down generational broke ideas. Generational broke methods. And one of the biggest methods we've been passing down is church. You might accuse me of always going down on the church. Yes, I am. I am getting in on the church because they don't want to number one culprits for teaching y'all how to be broke, teaching y'all to accept slavery, teaching y'all how to accept the idea that you're a sinner, that you, you are, um, you're nothing less than, than you, you're less than what God created you to be. Telling you, you are not God when the Bible says you are. And I know some people still cringe at the idea of even saying that I am God or even think twice when they're in front of people saying it, 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 
and being able to speak boldly about saying, I am God. I know people who, who claim to be prophets and prophetesses of that, and they know so much about the Bible. When I, when I confront them with that scripture, they back off. Why? And when I look deep into these people's consciousness, they all suffer for one thing, thing low self-esteem spiritually. Spiritual low self-esteem. That's what that is. If you really want to reach the higher levels of your life, you have to raise your self-esteem spiritually. And you have to be able to be speak boldly and say, I am God. I am is who you will be. I am is what you will become. And if you think twice about even saying that, then you will never achieve the higher levels of life. You will never achieve the high levels of wealth. You will never achieve the high level of prosperity, high levels of love in your life, because you have to be a God over all of those things, have dominion over all of those things, become who you were created to be. The pyramids that you see in Egypt are not the, the, the actual original pyramids. The pyramids that are original, the ones out there in Mexico, Central and South America, and even on this North American country, they have steps on it. And each step represents another step to the higherness of your mind. And then you get up to the top step, which is the chief cornerstone. Didn't the Bible talk about chief cornerstone? The chief cornerstone, which is the supreme understanding that you are God, and everything that you're seeing, you are creating through your own thoughts. But the reason why the steps are there is because the steps represent every level of process that you must go through, the test that you will be tested with, because you will be tested by your own words. The only thing testing you is you. Nothing out there is testing you. You say you speak something, it comes back to you as a test to see if you really mean what you say. Some of you have said, I want a husband, I want a wife. And then one gets presented to you, then you don't even know what to do with it. Or him or her. You don't even know how to appreciate the affection that they're giving you. Oh, you get tested. And guess what? You're gonna if you're one of those people that go through relationship after relationship and they're failing, that's you failing those tests. Okay, you want a husband. Okay, here's one. But he's got an issue that you, well, let's put it like this. He got something that you think is an issue, opinionated. Huh? He's a take charge type of guy, which some people would call controlling. Oh, 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 he sent you a woman. Yeah. She seems to be nagging you. But really what she's trying to do is raise you up to uh, being responsible because you don't take your business right. See, everything's a test. And you're only being tested by your own words. You say you want something, that's what it always says. Be careful what you ask for because you will get it. Your words become flesh. So whatever you're seeing as an issue in a person is the real issue is not in them. It's in you. What is it, 744? Right. So 
order of the day is your nationality, right? I'm jumping off the spiritual topic now. Nationality, and it's and that is spiritual because I read a document that in the very first thing that they were talking about the supreme thing that a man has a right to is his own spirituality. They ain't used the word spiritual. They didn't use religion. They said spiritual in this document. Then everything else fell in line. And the judicial system is supposed to support that. That's why I tell y'all, and y'all do processes, always talk about that first. Those who listen, get success. Those who don't listen, you might get success. 50 50. It's a crapshoot. Uh, 745. Um, what's the announcement? I got a, a couple of announcements I want to make. And then one of the announcements is revocation of election. Um, it's something I've had for a few years now, and I've used it. And it, and it pretty sh- much shut down my, the, the IRS assuming they have a, I have an obligation to pay them the money or do a tax return. It's a revocation of election. But today I got an email from my old contact, and he was like, hey, um, we've updated the process, and I want to introduce it to you, and I want you to introduce it to your people. And uh, what this does is it shuts down you having responsibility to pay taxes from this, like if you was to file this form from this time going forward. Right, it doesn't stop your obligation from prior. So you, in order to do that, you have to go to court. And I have that webinar to show you how to go to court. You have to do that to shut down the past. But this time going forward to shut them down, uh, it's called the revocation of election. It's pulling yourself out of the voluntary system of doing the 1040 tax return. Uh, and it it works because I've done it. You know, I forgot about it because I did it like uh, probably almost two years ago, a year and a half ago. And and with me doing my own, my own, that process, along with doing the passport and a couple of other things, the POA and all of those things, I haven't gotten another letter from the IRS since. Nothing. Asking me for a dime. And usually I would get one every six months, and then I'd do my own process all over again. But it's been a it's been a while, so uh, it's been effective. I, I you know I like to give things time before I put it out there. So that process I'm going to be posting that on my website. So what it is is I know how to do it, but you know it's really this other person's process that introduced it to me, and I'm not a person who likes to um, take. Um, credit for other people's work. So let him, he's monetized it. He's got a fee for it and I'll be directing everybody to him, but you, you'll come through me to get to him. So that'll be up on my website. I'll post that. Um, premium members. Um, I have to work that out because he still wants a fee for that. So I got to work, work all that out. But for people who are not my premium members, it's, it's a regular rate. Not sure what that is. We, we're working that, still working that out. But that'll be on my website in the next week or so. Uh, the second thing, um, y'all really need to support the other shows. Uh, we got Bun Bay on Monday. He's got a lot of experience with court, you know, with some issues that he had. Uh, 
So y'all need to listen. That brother's got a lot of good information to share with you because he's he's been like me. He's been through it. He's he's gone through it. And um, also, you have uh, Divine Connection. That's on Thursday. Uh, they talk about various topics. Support those shows. You know, show them show them some love that you appreciate them putting work. They don't have to do this. They, nobody's paying them to do this to talk to you guys, right? They're not doing it. They don't get paid. They don't get a salary. And uh, we got the uh, homeschooling show, Raising Independent Thinking show. There's, you know, we're getting support, but I, don't, I think it should be more support. Why? Because uh, do you really want this system to keep teaching your children? You know? If you're not going to do it now, this is this, at least, you know, listen and prepare for when you can do it. Because I know homeschooling, you can't just jump right into it, right? Because they might have already started school and other issues. You might have another parent that's reluctant like I had. I had that's what the issue I had, right? But guess what? That issue has rectified itself, right? Now my daughter was went back home. Now she's back to me, living with me permanently now. And, 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 let's talk about that. See, and this is something you fellas have to learn. Y'all want things to happen for yourself, but you try to force it. You try to push it. You try to, yeah, I'm the man. I, I want to make these decisions, blah, 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 be this old macho, whatever. And you don't get what you want. I always get what I want. Know why? Because I, I back off and let the situation play out. And guess what? I get a text message, hey, you know, you know all right. You know, I'm letting it come live with you. We're good now. Now, it was supposed to happen already. This school year I was supposed to, but then ego jumped in there, and there was some resistance. So instead of me resisting, I accepted it as it was. And then we we in what November, a couple of months go by, and I get another. Okay, she can come now. And guess who? You know, you know she actually wanted to come. You know, Lauren said, "I'm I'm 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 gonna stay there." So you have to let things play itself out. Don't be forced, and be you got to be almost a yes man. Okay, yes, okay. And in the back of your mind, you're thinking if you're wise enough, you have the higher consciousness. I'm teaching y'all something now you know that the situation is going to change because I was being questioned. Oh, you know what, you know, what's going to happen now? Asking me all these questions. And, um, and I was like, I know I already knew what was going to happen. All I had to do was let it play out. You understand? During the pandemic, she was here from day one when they let the kids out of school, she was with me all the way up until August. Right now, all of that energy that I was exerting, um, during that time, the teachings that I was showing her, because I, I, I was showing her how to do stocks, you know, got it with the uh, the Black Wall Street guy. Um, I forgot his name. I can't think of his name. I always forget names. Uh, took those lessons and other things. So what, what had to happen was a play out of go back home, see what that's like, and see the difference, see the energy difference. And if you guys have followed that same recipe, just let them see the energy difference. The kids will make decision for themselves. You know, children are capable of making their own decisions. We don't have to make all the decisions for our children. We just have to have to create the environment that we want to promote. You know? So, if you create the environment, they're going to want to come back to that 
But if you sit up there arguing and going back and forth, that they, they're not going to want that. I didn't have to do a lot of it. It was done. So all you guys having problems with seeing your children or even having a say in their, you know, educational and other things, just relax. There's nothing. One thing that is consistent in this world <laughs> is nothing stays the same. Nothing stays the same. Everything changes over time. So accept that fact. You know, a lot of people are fighting against change. And change is one of the most consistent things that the world has to offer. That's why we're not going to be on the bottom anymore. I don't even know why y'all out there, some of these people out here, you know, being happy to Biden and or being even upset because guess what? All of the years of us being, they, their boot being on our heel, that's being lifted now. Because one thing we have that they don't, that people that haven't experienced it, this is all about experience, is we know how to survive bad times. In the conditions that our people had to live in for all of these years, the ghettos, the, the, the proliferation of crack into our neighborhoods, and the proliferation of incarceration rates, unequal punishments that we had to suffer through, unequal job opportunities, unequal home buying opportunities that we, we've been going through for years. What did I say? What, what, is the, what is the one universal law? What you reap, what, you, what is it? Uh, you, you shall reap what you sow. And in this country, the white supremacists, the racists, have they have, whoa, they're about to reap everything. They've been reaping it, but now it's about to be really public. So when this stuff breaks down and this whole society breaks down, and it will break down very soon, it is breaking down. I don't know if y'all noticed it. All we got to do is sit down and grab a you know, big tub of popcorn, whatever drink you desire, and sit back and let them destroy themselves. That's it. Back to what I'm saying, all you got to do is just be patient and use it. You don't have to force anything. Higher consciousness, higher thinking, it says, let things be as they are for now. Don't resist. Because what has to ha- what had to happen with me? I had to prepare to be able to accept that invitation of her to come live with me presently. I had to prepare for that, and that's prepared for. Got a new you know, home, you know, for her to live in. Actually, she was almost two homes, you know, between here and uh, Chapel Hill, North Carolina. So <laughs> everything's great, you know. The first thing she said to me when she came on Friday, she said to me, she said, man, and I said, well, we're going to Chapel Hill, um, you know, tomorrow, which was Saturday. Oh, I get to see the cat because she loves animals. Although she's a little allergic, but she loves animals. You see what I'm saying? So it all works out. Everything works out. We don't have to fight. We don't have to resist things. There's no, no such thing as a fight. It's just a process. And when things are coming our way that we don't like, accept them as they are and recognize your role and how you played in that and why it's like that. And then once you understand the deepness of the situation, then you can navigate. I don't spend a whole lot of time fighting things and trying to make things work. Things just happen for me. 
like they're supposed to, like information, like that video I dropped. I dropped a hell of a video. I'm going to play it after I finish speaking. I'm going to play that uh, after I take calls. If you got calls, press 1, and I'll take your call. If somebody's got their hand up. And after that, you know, I'm going to play that, and that'll be the end of the show. I've been talking almost, you know, 45 minutes now. Uh, I've been preaching, hurting your ears probably. I keep preaching too much. He, he just preaches. <laughs> Listen, I read, I'm trying to program y'all to be successful. You know, I wake up every morning, and, and a lot of times periodically throughout the day, I say, I am so grateful that I am a millionaire. I am so grateful that I have peace in my life. I am so grateful that I have a great woman in my life. And every man needs a great woman. I don't care what y'all say. You need that. You really do. You need that because that's what's going to bring you balance. You're not going to, you can reach the level of success without a, a woman, but if you look at the nature of a woman, she's always bringing life into a situation. Right? That's how you got here, right? You got here by way of a woman. Whoa into a situation, and she does that in all things. But if you have a woman touching whatever you do, she brings light into you and into the things that you do. And in, in this is in women, y'all have to recognize that is your, your power and use it wisely. You know, just like you bring life, you bring death too. So, oh, we got a couple of hands up. Let's, let's go, let's go. See what's going on. Um, let's see, you know what, uh, thanks, Linda, for the congratulations, I have my daughter, uh, let's go to 510993, and turn your radio down, because you got an echo, I got it, I got it, what's up, Noble? Hey, what's going on, God, it's been a long time. It's been a, yeah, everything's been all this Jael, man. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Yeah. I'm doing great, man. too. I'm, I'm doing peace. great, I'm too. I'm living in wealth. I'm living in prosperity. Uh, love life is about. great. I can't oh, complain man. about nothing, man. No, you man. Know? That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing, man. I, 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 I haven't called in months. I haven't called in months. I just, been, I just want to be a student to listen and let things process. So I find my way, you know right. what I'm saying? So, um, right. um, but lately I've been listening to you. I want to thank you and your wife, man. And um, I, I thanked you before, but I just want to put it in the, in the atmosphere to other listeners that you're doing a great job. And because um, you've been talking about the uh, whole uh, Iroquois nation and all that. Uh, I've been, I went right. over all, not all of it, but I went over enough because what you were saying, when you were speaking on it, it was so crystal clear. Not only my ears heard it, my spirit heard it. <laughs> and, Man, thank and, you. I, and I, yeah, and I, uh, you're welcome, sir. And, um, so, uh, I, I told you before, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I got a testimony. Um, I probably bought one, I, I bought one process from you, uh, as far as the, you know, the credit card thing, whatever, uh, the CPN, but the CPN. Okay. Yeah, I bought, I purchased that before, but this right here, I didn't have to purchase any. I'm not saying that out of disrespect. I'm saying that your information was so crystal clear. My spirit said, act upon mm-hmm. it. And I did because uh, I had a warrant mm-hmm. for my arrest and I had a fine for mm-hmm. like $1,300. 
And my wow. me, I said, I said, I want paying that. I just want paying it because I'm trying to build my credit. And this debt they put on me, I didn't, I didn't, that didn't, I didn't do that to myself. Y'all gave me that debt. So, but when mm-hmm. you start talking about fear coordination, and I know I had a court date coming, I said, man, uh, I'm gonna have to extend this court date because I'm, I, I may need. Uh, my brother, the noble, to help me so I can get past the situation so I can move forward because psychologically it's holding me back because I know it's something that needs to be mm-hmm. done. You know, you just can't just ignore everything, especially when you talk about a warrant. Right. Okay. So, uh, right, definitely. My court yeah. day, yes, sir. My court day was on that Thursday. So, on Wednesday, my spirit said, uh, tell the court why you can't come to that court date on the 15th, the next day tomorrow. You need to write it out and so I went over all the information you were speaking on the ear coordination. I put it into on one paper with a pen and line paper, nothing significant. Mm-hmm. And I wrote all that stuff I've learned, heard from you and I read for myself and I put it in the words and my spirit said, now put your Morris flag shirt. I'm just, I'm just going by my spirit, put my Morris flag shirt on and go down to the court and see what they say. I said, okay. So I did it. Mm-hmm. I think my, for, for, for one reason, for some reason, my conscience didn't even, try to sway me like don't do that for some reason my concert was shut the hell up so i did it yeah so uh the clerk was getting me pushed back and everything i just asked him just to read the letter why you didn't pay on these fines i said so it was a pandemic wasn't on the news that they said we need to be having social distancing stay at home uh, i'm trying to you know do you know that so he kept, kept getting me pushed back i said man read the letter so he started reading it mm-hmm. he said uh, okay so he gave it to a brother to read it because he was a hispanic dude so the brother came Mm-hmm. And he was getting me pushed back. And I was like, sir, could you just read the letter? He said, sir, I can read. I said, I'm not trying to be facetious. I just want you to read the letter because I don't have to speak if you read the letter. It, it explained itself. Mm-hmm. So he started reading. And he said, you know what? I'll be right back. I'm going to take it to the judge and see what they have to say. So I was sitting down there for 15 minutes. I said, I know the judge ain't that illiterate. You can read that. You understand what I'm talking about. That should be a quick, quick situation. Okay. So. Duke, they came, both came down to the judge, and they were looking puzzled. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I started laughing. I was like, uh-oh, what's going down? The, the Hispanic guy who was giving me all the trouble, he was so shocked and said, uh, the judge say, the warrant's been lifted, and you can pay when you get ready. <laughs> I just got up and slid that chair right back, and I left. Because what the judge was basically saying, <laughs> <laughs> You good. And on the paper it says right. warrant warrant cleared. So I got remedy for just listening. <laughs> I told y'all, listen, I always give the remedy in what I teach, but if you 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 know, I, I I sometimes I don't be very specific. That's why I just read it. But uh the reason why I'm not specific is it's all got to do with you, you being tapped in in your spirituality. For sure. You'll hear it if you've been following and studying, right. You know, but the, for the people that have got the ill intent and they just crooks, they're not going to hear it. They're right. not going to okay. hear it. You see what I'm saying? So that's why I read it like that. Even didn't Christ read that way. So I'm trying to be like, I'm trying to have the Christ consciousness where I teach in such a way that only the spiritually inclined would hear it. Yes. I got it. it. So you was crystal, you was crystal clear. I went over it. I was reading stuff that blew my mind. I mean, it's not time to share it now, but it was talking about all that good stuff. Um, and I, 
I just want to thank you. Uh, I, I'm walking on water, man. <laughs> there you go. I'm walking on water, man. I'm glad that, 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 that worked out for you. Thank yeah. you, sir. I'm walking and on what water. What you had to do, you had to, you had to face that. You couldn't run from it. You had to face it. No. It. Yes, sir. I did. You know? And I want to thank you. I faced it with something to face it with. <laughs> right. right. It, it, it wasn't just, like it just wasn't that. Uh, thank you. And uh, we're going to do more. Uh, I, um, I'm going to set up a consultation. That's that's what here nor there. But I just want to thank you, you and your wife so much, and your fiance so much, man. Uh, there's no words to describe it. You're welcome, I'm, brother. It, it is what it is. I, but we will do business in the future. And uh, I love you. I love you, brother. And um, thank you so much. Man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank All right, you, man. Brother. I love the energy, man. That, that's good, man, that you got that on. That remedy. All right. Peace, Thank you, bro. bro. Peace, bro. Right. Man, that was good. Good story there. You know, you listen to what I said. I told you, y'all going in with the wrong government information. You're going in it the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? I was just reading something today. Tribal affiliation. Someone who affiliates themselves with a tribe. It said that in the document. Oh, well, see, y'all think tribal affiliation means, oh, I got to go get recognized by them tribes. No, you got to say your tribal affiliation. With that being said, I got a lot of people got their hands up like crazy. So I've been drinking a lot of water. I will be all right. So this goes very deep into us. It goes deep, deep, deep into a problem we have about guilt. I wonder often if there's any relationship between guilt and gold. That the love of money is the root of evil. Very true saying. Because you see, uh, I was saying yesterday that the difference between having a job and having a vocation is that a job is some unpleasant work you do in order to make money with the sole purpose of making money. And uh, there are plenty of jobs because there is still a certain amount of dirty work that nobody wants to do and that therefore they will pay someone to do it. But if you do a, jo- if you do a job with the sole purpose of making money, you are absurd. Because if money becomes the goal, and it does when you work that way, you begin increasingly to confuse it with happiness or with pleasure. Yes, one can take a whole handful of crisp dollar bills and practically water your mouth open. But this is as kind of a person who is confused like a Pavlov dog who salivates on the wrong bell. <laughs> <laughs> while it is true therefore we should do something about changing the situation the one way of not doing anything about a situation is feeling guilty about it because when people feel guilty about a situation they most usually instead of doing something practical to change it 
They resort to all sorts of symbolic methods of expiation. They go to confession. Uh, they uh, see an analyst. They uh, do all kinds of things, which will be ways of actually not doing anything about the problem, but feeling all right about it instead. And guilt invariably produces that sort of reaction. It is a destructive emotion. And uh, instead, uh, we, we need to have a different attitude to our mistakes and to our misdeeds. Walt Whitman always admired animals because they do not lie awake at night and weep for their sins. Our animals are practical in the real sense, as our children who haven't been taught uh, this extraordinary uh, hang-up of guilt. Because if you have done something wrong and you have made a mistake and somebody makes you ashamed of it and guilty, you run around licking the sores of your wounded ego because you feel your pride has been hurt. The first thing to understand is that it is not a serious failing in a human being to make mistakes. Everybody has to make mistakes. There is no way out of it. You can't learn anything unless you make mistakes. So likewise, I know a very great anthropologist who was taught music, playing the piano in the same way I was. When I was taught music, uh, the school mom who taught me used to put an India rubber, an eraser it's called in this country, on the top of each hand so that I would have my hands in good posture. And every time I'd play a wrong note, she'd hit my fingers with a pencil. And this great anthropologist had had a similar sort of uh, musical education. And when confronted with a piano in the presence of an absolutely marvelous teacher in San Francisco, she said she was amazed. He was completely incapable of reading notes. He blocked at everything. So uh, another great uh, teacher of the piano I knew said simply, you must not be afraid of playing wrong notes. Just forget it. Uh, play it wrong. And then uh, eventually go over it again and uh, you'll eventually get it right. But you must not block. Uh, always keep the same rhythm going. Even if you have to slow it down. But keep the proportionate rhythm of one note to another. And if it's the wrong note, play the wrong note as long as you play something. In the right rhythm. <laughs> so, you know, this is a way of taking away people's blockage, people's guilt and shame about making mistakes. So you absolutely, freedom means basically the freedom to make mistakes. The freedom to be a damn fool. And then not to recriminate with yourself when you do finally realize that it was a mistake, but simply don't do it again. Or at least do it less often. <laughs> Stay right there. Stay right there. You're listening to Hindsight Radio.
All right, peace. Um, my grandson just come up to me. Oh, is it too late for me to drink something? That means his daddy told him not to drink something, you know. <laughs> you, know you know, I don't know if you know, my, my whole home arrangement has changed. You know, I used to have my own, you know, with just me. When my daughter was there, but just her and I. Now it's me, my daughter, my son, and my grandson. So they got me and my another generation in here. Uh, two generations of men in here. Well, he's a young boy, and he is wow, all over the place. He got a lot of energies. Um, and he's very intelligent, but you know, and which is a good thing. Um. But anyway, where was I? Now, while I was on the break, I came up with something. I, I got to read this to you, you know? I got to read it. Because some of y'all are complaining. Even though I get caught up complaining. I've done it. I've done it recently. I preach this all the time, but I still complain. I catch. I got to catch myself. And um, and and it, it goes in line with, with Alan Watts. That's Alan Watts, that recording, uh, was saying about make mistakes. Even if you play the wrong notes, make mistakes. Because they're not really not mistakes. They're just a process. You just hit that wrong key so that it didn't work right. Then you go back, you know, you, you get into the rhythm and you do it right. This is with your businesses. This is with your relationships. This is with anything in life. It's okay. See, this world, this system has got people programmed so bad that to be embarrassed about doing the wrong thing or doing something that's not consistent with the process that they Oh, look at, you know, they're just worried about how people looking at them, right? Here's, here's a scripture. It says, therefore, uh, it's, it's, it's uh, from Philippians 2, chapter 2, verses 14. Do all things without complaining and disputing, right? That's even when you make, don't complain. Don't be upset. Don't dispute about it, you know? It's just part of the process. When you're doing your business and, you know, you find something wrong, that's just teaching you how to do it right until you get it right, until you get to that sweet spot where you, oh, I got it, it's running, you know, where you can know what you're going to make. I know right now it's a, little, it's a little sketchy. It feels a little, you know, anxious. But the Bible also says do not be anxious about tomorrow because tomorrow has anxieties of its own. Just worry about today. Get through the day, right? That you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. And that's definitely what we're living in right now. Among whom you shine as light in the world, holding fast the word of life so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. What is it saying? Don't complain. Just like if I, with my daughter, the whole situation, it was supposed to go down a certain way. It didn't exactly go down that way. And if the whole dispute was about homeschooling, and that's what I wanted to do. My mother didn't care nothing about it, didn't want to support it. You know, no no hit on her. It's just that that's not what she under She didn't have a, a different understanding than I had, right? So I didn't argue and go back and forth about it. I was a little frustrated about it, you know, but I said, you know, and then at the same time, my daughter was so indoctrinated into the system, she wanted to go to the virtual schooling of the public school. And she felt like she was going to be with her friends and all that, but it, it didn't work out that way, right? She wanted that. And I'm still, to be honest with you, I'm still working on that virtual school thing. Because I asked her today, she still wants to do that, but she wants to be here. But over time, she'll see the, the prison that they got her in, 
she'll change her mind on that eventually. Probably this old school year, it'd be, you know, she's in eighth grade, so just let that play itself out. Then high school, we, we plan for something else. You know, it's all about patience. Let things be as they are and deal with the things you can deal with or fix or change. Don't get frustrated. Don't complain or dispute. Life is a, so much more peaceful that way. And, you know, I get constantly, that's why you need a good woman in your life that will be patient enough with you. I get taught that probably every week by Beth. She always, you know, why are you also uptight? What for? And when I'm in my ego, that irritates the hell out of me. Like, what are you talking about? This is, then when I stop and think, you know, you have to have someone in your life that can balance you out. Because if I had someone that was just as crunk as I was, it would be nuclear uh, holocaust (laughs) team. You see what I'm saying? You have to have that. And I appreciate her for that. Um, Let's go to the next caller. 816-462. Peace, peace, bro. How's it going? Peace. I'm doing good. How's it going with you? I'm great, sir. Good to hear your voice. Thank you, thank you. Good to hear you. What's going on, man? Uh, this number looks familiar, but I don't haven't seen it in a while. Uh, it's Kansas City, Missouri, Melanie Seeker. Uh, I've called okay. and I've sent an email to you before. Um, okay. It was during the summer, and uh, I've just been kind of busy running around, uh, traveling the country with my wife and my son. Uh, oh, man, COVID. that sounds great. I wish, I wish you so you were traveling while they were saying the people stay home, huh? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I like hearing that. Right. <laughs> I wish I wish I wish yeah. it was all great and glory like it sounds, but it, you know it's it, it's okay. It's okay. I can't complain about it too much. Uh, okay. But mm-hmm. the main the main the main thing I'm uh, calling about, brother, is um um humbly I'm coming to you. There's a few things on your website okay. that I would like to uh, take advantage of uh, so far as your nationality, okay. uh, doing the nationality, um, and a few other things, the driver's license, and a few other things that I've seen on there. Um, quick, Real quick, um, over the past 10 years, I've been dealing with uh, so-called uh, teachers, uh, nationality teachers. Uh, there's three of them mm-hmm. that's real big on the internet right now, and I actually joined a plebiscite of one. Um, just to be okay. left hanging, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, that's common. Yeah. Uh, I spent a lot of money with a couple of these, you know, a couple of these uh, these so-called gurus, these guys, so-called teachers, and um, mm-hmm. man, I'm just I'm just lost. I'm you know um, I'm lost. I'm really lost. I mean, I picked up something here. I picked up something there. I picked up something here, but I can't quite well, get let me it ask all you, together. Where are yes, you? What, what, like, what have you done so far? Like, what process you you done? You know, that could so I can get a clearer picture of where you are. To be to be quite honest with you, sir, um, I did my nationality paperwork uh, with the group. Uh, and where did you submit that? To, where did you submit it? Where did you submit? I, that? I submitted it to the uh, the Jackson County Court, uh, Jackson County uh, Courthouse down here oh. in Kansas, Missouri. Um, okay. I put All it right. on. I put it on file. I got some IDs back from this group. 
uh, and pretty much I'm not able to do anything with it. Uh, I can't do anything. You know, I don't. I've been trying to reach right. out to him. Hey, you I'm just fouled something. That's all you did. All right. Yeah, I get the picture. I get the picture. Okay. All right. Let me, I, I'm always, I like to teach from a point of, I'm going to read their stuff to tell you okay. what happens. You know, what, where nationality need to be fixed, right? Because they got you following in the county. They got you over here. You know, pretty soon they'll be having you on, on the move, right? Yeah, they, right. You know, that's, right. that's a foreign jurisdiction. They'll be seeing something crazy like that, right? But you got to understand that who you are first. Who are you? What what state were you born in? Missouri. Missouri. So you're Missourian national, right? But not a citizen of the United States, right? So let me ask you, where have you put on record that you were that? That you were Missourian national. Right. Because that's where you were born. Now, they want, like, a lot of these people want you to say you're a Moor, you're this and that. But the Moors got to land on some land somewhere, right? What land did the Moor belong to? And if you're going to be a Moor, you could be a Moor Missourian national or American national. But if you're born here in this North American continent, you're an American. Just like a person who's in South, Central, South or Central America, they're Americans too. But you just happen to be what? A Moor. Missourian national, but not a citizen of the United States. And I'm sure that's not in your paperwork anywhere that they filed, what I just said. Right? No, because only it's not familiar. So, <laughs> it don't sound familiar at all. Huh? You know, no, it don't no, sound familiar not. at all. <laughs> it don't sound familiar. <laughs> it sounds foreign because they don't read. They're coming up with presumptions and assumptions and telling you this is what you need to do. Go file it here. Go file it down at the court, right? Now, Right. I'm on the page, duties of the Secretary of State. You know the Secretary's job of the state is to parent, parent, oh, I'm sorry, handle foreign policy, right? Correct. So they go to Correct. foreign, but see, education in this system or assumptions on our part has got us believing foreign means some other country outside. Correct. But remember, the states are a country within themselves before they be, became part of the confederation, right? Right. So Missouri is a a foreign country or foreign state. State and country are basically the same word said in different ways, right? Um, Correct. To the United States, because the United States is a corporation or a third-party vendor or a third-party contractor that is the trustee to handle things for the confederation all the states that contracted in to the Confederation, right? First it was 13, and then eventually all 50 contracted, right? Right. So that's a whole nother. I can go deep on that, too. That has something to do with your ancestors. Now, let me ask you another question. Do you have any family land out there that you know of, you know, that was, like, handed down to you throughout the family, and the you know the it, the oldest relatives have rights to it that they can say what to do with it, and then it'll pass on to you, maybe through your mother or your father. Are you familiar with anything of that in your family? Um, I have family that has like my grandmother. Uh, she has land mm-hmm. that is uh, occupied by the government at this time, and she doesn't know how to go about getting it. That's about as far. But it's her as, land. 
Is, is that true? Yes, her, okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Or it's her, it's actually right. her well, father's we, parents' land. It's a parents' land who who since yeah. passed on, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. Yes, sir. Right. And then your grandmother's still alive, I'm assuming. Yes, sir. Is she? Okay. Yes, All sir. right. So she she's the direct descendant or direct heir to this land that you're speaking of. The reason why your grandmother can't, just a little side note, can't get access to it because she's not calling herself the right thing. She's not claiming who she really is. Claiming to be a Moor is not going to cut it. You understand? So what she has to do is go and find out her mom, through her mom's lineage, who they are. And I can tell you she's one of those indigenous American Indians. American Indian Indian is not the original title. The only reason why they call you American Indian because there were so many tribes out there, which is literally thousands of them, that they had to come up with a title, and that's what the title is, American Indian. So you got to find out what what tribe under that American Indian she was and then go claim it. And she has to disavow or remove herself from the U.S. citizenship title. Then it will drop. Then she'll receive the benefits. Now, they got... See, what happens when the U.S. government take over land, they're supposed to pay all of those people stipends. You know, every so often. Sometimes it's like every quarter, every six months, or every year. And and I'm, the agreement is there. She just not... She just haven't attached herself to that agreement. So just on that note. So, that goes back to you. Right here, I'm, I'm looking at a... a, a, a the duties of the secretary. One of the duties of the secretary is to grant and issue passports to American citizens and executors to foreign consuls in the United States. They didn't say anything about U.S. citizens. That's the job of the secretary. And I'm going to pull up a DS-11. Let me do a quick lesson real quick. Okay. And I'm, I'm basically telling you that the – let me just read this, and then you'll know where you need to go. Let's right. go to a DS-11. You, you can't claim nationality no other way but this way. And then everything else falls up under that. Everything else. If you're not doing this, then you're not really claiming nationality. Because why? In order to get a passport, you've got to tell them where you were born and all of that stuff. And your nationality is issued on the passport. Uh, thing. So this is the only way you can really start the process of nationality. Here it is. In the oath, it says here, I declare under penalty of perjury all of the following. I am a citizen or non-citizen national of the United States and have not, since acquiring U.S. citizenship or nationality, performed any of the acts listed under acting conditions on page four of the instruction of this application unless explanatory statements is attached. Now, the reason why the so-called people who know this stuff, they get confused because it's written in total legalese to confuse you. So what I just read here is when you do this passport application, DS-11, is this. You will be looked at as a U.S. citizen or a non-citizen national. You don't supply an explanatory statement and follow the instructions on page four. So in order to claim nationality of who you are, because this is what this oath is saying, what nationality you're claiming. If you don't do those two things, you will automatically be assumed a U.S. citizen. So this 
DS-11 is basically the nationality claim form. That's what it is. <laughs> but you have to claim it. You have to say it. It says here. I'm going to read it again. You might not accord it. I'm going to read it one more time, and just I'm going to read it a little slower. It says, I declare under penalty of perjury all of the following, and, and it says, number one, I am a citizen or non-citizen national of the United States and have not, since acquiring U.S. citizenship or nationality, performed any of the acts, acts and conditions or conditions on page four of the instructions of this application. And then in, in brackets, it says, unless explanatory statements is attached. So what this is saying in, in, in legalese is state your claim here and follow the instructions on page four. So in any other place, why is this the place to state your claim? Because that I, that's the oath that you're taking. You're taking the oath that everything in this application is true and correct. And then they, you send your paperwork off, and then they issue your passport as a national. You see what I'm saying? Now, in acts of condition, which is on page four, it says if any of the below-mentioned acts of conditions have been performed by or applied to the applicant, the portion which applies should be lined out. And a supplementary explanatory statement under oath for affirmation by the applicant should be attached and made a part of this application. So it's telling you, you want to be looked at as, a, as an American, a true American. Number one, explanatory statement. Number two, line out the portion that aligns, that applies to you, which I'm not going to go into this. Now, what you need to line out. So if you really want to claim nationality, what I'm trying to say is, I got two things on my website. You can buy the, the, the process, do it yourself, send off the thing, and get your passport that way. Or you could join my premium membership, which I walk you through the passport process, make sure you get it, and then take you through your trust and make sure that you do your, your 1041 tax returns correctly so that you can recoup all of these fiat that you've been putting out on. That's just a brief summary. But if you go to my website, it's broken down in detail. Now, I know you've been taken through the ringer by other people, but I got I get results. <laughs> you know, sure. people, I'm not doing this because it's I haven't. There's results. There's things uh, that I've done, and I I continue to get results. So, you know, just go. You know, take your time. Don't rush into anything. Go look at my website. Look at the details. What I'm offering, and all of those things. And if you really want to – now, I'm not to say the stuff you haven't have done already, I could probably use that to help, you know, activate it. Yeah. But okay. the thing is, you're following something, and it's not activated. It's just sitting there, and then what do you do with it next? And then it's like, you know, I know what, I know what you're going through. You're calling them, and then they, you know, they, they're giving you the runaround. So basically, they yeah. just sold you a process. And a lot of these guys are selling other people's process. And the reason why they can't give you complete answers is because they didn't do it themselves or it's not their process to even explain. I don't okay. operate like that. <laughs> you know, I don't play cool. those games. Everything okay. I can do, I can completely explain, just like I broke down where you claim nationality at. And with that, I show you how to correct the name, go to your proper name, which I just got a court order for that, and I show you how to correct the SS5, correct the driver's license, so that everybody knows who you truly are. You know, what nationality you're claiming properly. You know, the whole idea is to be free 
from the slavery title of U.S. citizenship, and I think that's what you were trying to do. And right, I yes. definitely guide you in the right direction on that. All right? Yes. Yes, sir. My, my, one, one thing, though. The only question I have Go ahead. is uh, I, was, I was wanting to ask. It was, um, um, do you have a payment plan? Because I don't want to uh, – Oh, want yeah, to just, yeah, yeah. What, I don't you want do? to just, do. just do it. I don't want to just do it. No. I want to. I want to talk to you, and you can walk me through. And I want to learn it. You see what I'm saying? I want to learn it. I don't All want right, to just go be, to my website. Somebody do it. I, okay. I hear you. No, I I I walk you do you when one of the things I pride myself on doing before you do anything, you need to know what you're doing. Right. And, you know, so that if you get asked questions, you can answer them fluently. You won't have trouble. You ain't got to pick up the phone calling me. You know what you're doing. Like in my premium class, I people yeah, listen. Y'all gonna do exactly. Y'all gonna do this work yourself. You're gonna walk through this process. If you make mistakes, that's fine. We we gonna we gonna work through it together. This way, you know what you're doing. Now, once we're done, you don't need me anymore. Now you can pass it on to your children, whoever you want to pass it on to. I'm yes, not one sir. of those guys that try to be super secretive. Oh, don't give it. Give my. It's not my process. It really isn't. Because all I'm doing is reading their laws and then I'm putting their laws into effect to make it work for myself. So it's not my process. I'm just showing you the process. Um, So I'm just a signpost. Um, Yeah, I do. I work out things with people. So get with me in the private. Akimel.com. Set up a consultation. We'll talk. And with that consultation, I'll credit it towards whatever we do business with. Okay. That'll work. I appreciate it. Okay, bro. All right, man. Peace. Much love and peace, everybody. You too. Thank you. All right. Um, It's unfortunate that we have people out there and, you know, they look like us that take advantage like that, you know. And I know people are trying to make some money and make some, you know, bread to feed their families, but we should not be feeding our families off the backs of the ignorance of the people. This is one of the reasons why I ended up by myself. <laughs> okay. You know, that's one of the reasons is I, I just, I can't affiliate with stuff like that. Um, two, five, three, four, seven, six. Yeah. Peace to the gods. I came. Welcome back. Hey, what's up? I knew, I knew who that was. I, I had a feeling it was you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, doing great. I want to give a testimony. But first, I want to, one of the premium members, yeah, one of the premium members, I get so many text messages and emails until I was erasing them off my phone so fast. So if the member that was texting me asking about some herbs that he wanted to find out about, go ahead and text me back again, and I'll get back with you. I'll get back with you and give you whatever you need. Okay, but my testimony is that, me and my wife, we went to the court today. Uh, we was the last one that was waited on. And the judge, she swore us in. Of course. And she asked <laughs> questions. Uh, what, what is your reason for wanting to have your name changed? And I explained it to her that I'm a spiritual counselor. I'm also an, an ordained minister. And from the way that our uh-huh. names are styled at the time, we're, we're not uh, in compliance with uh being a children of God and his son, Jesus Christ. And this is our reasoning right. for being here today 
in order for our name to be placed in a proper status. She dropped her head. She started stamping papers. She said, I understand exactly what you're talking about. Gosh, I, I just started <laughs> chilling all over. She, she said, yeah. I understand exactly what you're talking about. Stamped the paperwork and said, go down to the clerk's office and, you know, get as many copies as you need. Wow. See, that sounds exactly like how mine went. <laughs> <laughs> I told y'all, don't go in there talking that other jogging. Just tell them no. who you are, what you about. That's it. And boom, it, it yeah. gets done. Yeah. I like you in there. Yeah, like yeah, it was great. But yeah. I can't. What's the difference between ex, ex, uh, exemplified copy? Because we're getting six of each of the. Of the, right. Okay. Of the certified I, I'm glad. I'm so glad you asked that question. Okay, I called the courthouse to get it because I was told to get an exemplified copy. Right? Exemplified copy is where they put a seal on it and not just a stamp. Right? Now I had exemplified copies and didn't know I had it. Now the funny thing is, this town don't even know what exemplified copy is. They call them certified. But exemplified copy is when they put this raised seal on it. And and it, what it does is another officer says this person was authorized to sign it. That's really what it does. But when I talked to them, she was like, "We don't, we don't, we, I don't even know what exemplified because it's a small town, so I can understand." And I wasn't arguing. I said, "Well, she said no. What I want you to do is use the copies that I gave you, and if they don't work, um, I'll we'll, I'll see what I can do after that." But she said they will work, right? So I think that's right. just something I, you know, I remember that was secondhand information to get an exemplified copy. But when I look right. at exemplification, it just—it's almost like an authenticated copy of like the birth certificate. Now let me ask you a right. question. Right. The authenticated copy did it, have, you know, the, until you started doing passport processing and stuff. Has it really done anything for you? No. You know, it. it no, it hasn't. <laughs> you just you just authenticate. Now I'm not saying not to authenticate. What I'm saying is, uh. Whatever works, do it. So right. if you, they give yeah, you certified the clerk, copies. Don't argue with the people when they don't oh, know no, what exemplified copy is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Don't go. Oh, no. you know, I'm not telling oh, you. She, but know, some she knows people, what it is. Well, Akeem, Akeem said exemplified, you know. Yeah, yeah she, she's, if she knows she's what it is, she's going to give it to you. Yeah, let her get it. Give it to you. She's giving it. But where I was at, they don't know what it is. But what I, when I looked up the definition of exemplified copy, that's what they gave Right. But they call it certified right. copy because I have the raised seal right. on it and their stamp as well. So, uh, uh-huh. are are you going to be doing right. a template because for people who want to send their name change correction to the Internal Revenue Service Commissioner? Because well, my thoughts oh, were, oh yeah, yeah. I was See, well, the template, it, the template uh, is not going to come until I get to that. That's and that's another thing. That I, well, I was going to talk about it in the meetings. Well, I can talk about it now. When I was looking up, I'm, you know, I'm moving forward with correcting everything, right? So when I uh-huh. looked up the DMV, the DMV told me, well, their thing said, don't even try to apply for a name change unless you have let the Social Security Administration know first. Right? Yeah, but I Within can't. 48 if, hours of notice. The, right. if, you, if you give the Social Security Administration your new name, they're just going to Attach your social security number to a new name. You'd be right back where you started, right? Nope. 
Remember, they can't do business with the upper and lower. Oh. They can't do business with that. That's why they convert you. Oh. The whole reason why they put you in all caps is because that's a dead entity. Illegal, and then they right. just created an account for it, right? Nah, they okay. can't do business with that. Remember what I told you all about the passport when they said, you know, that people told you not to put the social on the application, right? How do they know right. how to fix an account if you don't give them the account number, right? Exactly. So, yeah. So, in other words, you're going to recommend no, that. You're not you creating ahead, another, you in this case, you're not creating another straw man because they can't create, they, 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 they can't give you that card. In, they're not, they, can't, they can't do that. What it does is they're right. going to update the status of that. Like, right. okay, this one out of the system. You got to get. So we need to wait until you do the document. Right. Yeah. We need to wait until you do the template, right? All you got to do is when you submit the name change, also submit your explanatory statements with it. Just like you did before. Okay, yeah, we could. You probably might not have gotten to that part yet. Right. That's what a nationality. And then you're checking off the right boxes. You're not checking off those African and black and white or whatever. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm not afraid of the, I'm not afraid of the Social Security Administration now that I understand what they're for. Do you understand the Social Security Administration, I was just reading some is really designed for the American public? No, I wasn't it's not aware. designed for the US citizen. That when you read the documents, it says it. It says American. Because I read oh. a document today. I read a document today that every it says every American is supposed to have social security benefits. It didn't say U.S. citizen. You see, if you right. the video, I just put it up and I read it. It didn't say U.S. Uh-huh. citizen, and that's a treaty that they signed with the uh, what is the name of that treaty? Hang on, let me pull up the treaty. Um, Uh, it's in that video. Uh, it's a and treaty. I'm sorry. Let me close that up. Um, I'm trying to find it. The treaty is a treaty they signed with the American state, the OAS. Yeah, what's the name of the treaty? So uh, I, I had it up, but it's not here now. Go to the video on my website, YouTube. The last one I did. And I'm reading directly from the document. And you're, there's so, many, from, so much remedy in, it, remedy in that not one document. Week. It's not even funny. No, 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 no. You don't, do you have access to YouTube? Uh-huh. On yeah. that, actually, I'm going to go to YouTube right now and, and put it in the chat. Uh, on there, the very last is called the uh, Claim Your Nationality Part 2. I'm reading from the okay. document, and the link is actually, why am I even tripping? Because all i got to do is go to the YouTube channel and pull the link. Tripping. Give me a second. I'll have it in a second. Tell you. Claim your nationality. What was the last part? Claim your nationality, part two. Okay, part two. And I'm going to play the, actually, when this show is over, I'm going to play it. Um. Okay. Yeah. Close out the show. I'm going to play that audio. So, in other words, you, right. you think it's okay to go ahead and send our our corrected names to the yeah. Social Security Administration because along with the, the DMV won't correct it. The DMV won't correct it unless they got that notice first. Great. Okay. 
right. On the revocation of election going I, forward, I, 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 I was thinking like you. I was thinking like you, and I wasn't going to do it. And then right. I thought about it. I meditated on it, and my spirit said, no, you need to do it just like you did with the passport. Um, and let me get you the name of the document so you can, just in case you don't have access to Google for the sake of the listeners. Uh, it's the American Declaration of Rights and Duties of Man, OAS Res. That the link, it all three links is in there. But where I found it at is the you know one of the places that I always do research is the uh, Avalon Law Project. Right, right. And it's got the the. Uh, it's the charter of the organization of American states. But I, I was like, what is this? American states, are they talking okay. about? But actually, they're talking about all the American states within North America, South America, and Central America. They all sound right. like a, okay. a treaty or a, a, a resolution. Okay. Uh-huh. Definitely. What is okay, on the United of election- States is in there. At, yeah, go ahead. On that revocation of the election, election going election. forward, is that document on your website? Not yet. I have to put it up there. I'm next, within a week, it'll be up there. It's okay, actually what about a that process. What it is is it's not even a t- it's not a template. What it is is it's a process, and the people that I've hooked up with will take you through the process, and it's because it's stuff you got. I've done it already. You got to mail it off right. to a couple of people, wait till it come back. And from that point going forward, once they receive it, that stops your liability for the income tax. Yeah, on your regular one, we have your regular one already. The regular revocation of election, we have that already. So yeah, we'll I remember just I wait sent that to you, you and told you. You probably don't even have to. You don't have to do it because you already done it. You already done it. <laughs> yeah, I did it, but that never did stop them from keep trying to collect money from you. They still was. Maybe something was missing. All right. Well, let me yeah. give it them to see yeah, we, if something changed because it, it, it stopped for me. Oh. Yeah, we'll wait until you get the new one up. Okay. All right. What about that webinar for right. going to court? Is that on your website too? For the for the IRS. Uh, yeah, I think that's one. I think that's what you said. That's been the up webinar there. for going I, to court. I, I, the I think it was four. for the IRS. The four, the number four one. It's up there. It's there. Is there for the webinar for going to court? Yep. That's the, for the IRS, right? Number four? For the IRS, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. My last question All is, right. do you have the nationality paperwork? Say, for instance, I want to go first to court and declare my nationality. Do you have that paperwork for me to be able to file on the court, or is that going to be like uh, I'm going to have to okay, connect with no, you? Okay, no, I don't. Or, but why would you... I mean, I don't. No, I don't. Because going to court, to, why do you need to go to court to do it to declare it? Or what? When you did it with the Secretary well, of State. Because that's what I thought. That's what you had did a long time ago. You went to uh, New York and got your nationality corrected. No, 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 no. You, you misunderstood. We did a name change back then and was trying to get the nationality corrected, and they wouldn't do it. I see where you're going with that. In other words, you want us to use the method right. with the passport. Right. <laughs> That's all you need. See, when I did that, I didn't know about the passport. I didn't have that information. Okay. You see? That was old. All right. All right. Okay. Good. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. Peace to the gods. Thanks a lot. All right. Peace. 
last one. 503-890. Hey, peace, Hakeem. Peace, what's going on? Oh, man, I can't complain. It's been a wonderful day and a beautiful weekend I had. So I'm not complaining. I'm happy. And I want to say uh, that was a very nice YouTube video you did. The first thing I listened to this morning uh, before even any music, man, was um, I seen that that little uh, alert came up. You got a video. So I took it out, and I listened to it twice today. It answered some questions that I had, too. So I really appreciate that, doing that video. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I I tell anybody go listen to that. (laughs) There's a whole host of remedy in that one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I listened to it while I was on the road today, so I haven't had a chance to pull up the document and look at it and read it yet, but I definitely so will. You know, and I also want to say, uh, I can tell that uh, by the way you did the delivery, in that video and how you're speaking this evening, man, uh, I can tell you're a lot happier from your heart, from inside, man, the way you're speaking and, and delivering your messages on your, on your various topics, man. And, um, oh, yeah, man. I can hear great, man. Life is great. Yeah. I know it is for you. I can uh, hear it in you, man. That, definitely. You, you know, uh, yeah, it's a slight change, right. and, and it's good. It's real good, and I noticed it. appreciate it. And it's motivating for me. All right. Know. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's when you're thinking positive, then you got a a good uh, woman in your life. That's what happens. Right, right. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Good. Bless both of you. Mm -hmm. And I have just a quick question um, about uh, the the membership that you have. I I remember uh, Uh a few weeks ago, uh, you saying you were running out of space or something. Is that that's not an issue now? If I were to go join a membership, no, it's not an issue. I still got for this second class. I have uh, a few more spots left. I had one, and then you know how people say they do stuff and they don't do it. So yeah, I got a few more spots. I'm eventually gonna run about three classes at the same time. Now that you know, I'm, I'm just readjusting. So yes, there is room to get into the second class. Once that shuts down, then I open up a third okay. class, but I probably won't start the third class until the beginning of the year. So if you're trying to get in now, the, the, the first two classes are going to be uh-huh. the first class that they're going to be able to uh, put into play the 1041 process starting January. So, yeah, if you're going to get into that, I would suggest you move. And then on top of that, the trust guy, uh, advised me that he's going to be going up on his prices on those trusts. Those trusts cost fifteen hundred dollars for three. Of them. You cannot get that one of them for that price from a lawyer, and they're good trusts. So is this a, uh, is this a different different trust than the one that you have? Do you talk about the uh, irrevocable trust webinar? Correct. That I did. Yes, it is. It's a different one. Yes. These trusts are specifically designed to work with the 1041 process. The wording, oh, everything. So, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They are different. Is different. there a certain but day of the actually, week? That's... If you did that trust, you could actually give it to to my guy, and he could tweak that very trust uh-huh. to make it work. So no trust is a bad trust. You just got to look at it and say, okay, this is what okay. I need to do with this trust to, uh, you know, update it to make it fit. 
that I needed to do. You got to remember, the 1041 is also about separating yourself from the inlay leaguers and capturing all of the the uh, debt that it incurs and recouping the money to pay off the debt. So uh, you have to have a separation. You got to create layers between you and that and that that entity. So, gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. That's why, you know, one of the you know, and people misunderstood my premium membership. My premium membership is specifically designed to correct your nationality, right? Through the passport process and correcting driver's license, correcting SS5. That's what that is. That's what you're actually doing. But as a bonus, a free part of it is one year premium membership and walking you through the other process with setting up the trust getting your bonds in place uh, to to do the the, uh, the process. So that's what I want people to understand. All of the extras that I give you, which is a lot, is extra, that's free. But what you're really purchasing is me helping you correct the nationality. That's what you're purchasing. And as a part of that, I've made arrangements with other people to help you do things where now you can operate in commerce and be prosperous. You know, don't don't have any of your bills in your name. All of this in your trust. So. Gotcha. Okay. So, and is this a yeah. recorded class or is a certain time or, or a certain day? Well, I record every class. Yeah, like I got to send out the recording. We just had the second class had their second meeting uh, Sunday. So I record them, and if you miss them, I send them out. But I don't recommend you miss them because you might have a question that you want to answer. You know, I tell people, you know, try to make all right. these. They're only an hour long, one to right. lot, you know. And okay. and guess what? When you join my when you join my premium membership, I give some of the products on my front, my site for free because I need you to do those processes to even get through to the level. So, like for instance, a name change webinar. That comes to you right off the rip for free. Power of attorney template. There's two power of attorneys you got to do. One for the process of 1041, and then there's another 10 POA that I have that powerful that you file with the county. Those all come with it. It's listed in the in the um the, the membership. You know, okay. all that, there's a lot of stuff. When new information come up, I, I've shared with them here, this is what you need to do. Like, I shared some of the things generally on the air tonight, but when I get with the group, I give the details of what I'm talking about. You see? Right. So, it is way, you're getting a whole lot, you know, for for that. And that's one year, and now once you understand the whole recruitment process, you never need me again. Now you can do it every year like after that. year, right? You do it year after year, and now you can do it for your family, friends, whoever you else you want to introduce. I'm not one of those people, oh, man, I, you can't be giving it to your family. Nah, you know, like, that's on you. I can't control what people do. You know, I'm not trying to control that much. Yeah, come get this, now you should. You know, get it out there. Get it to the people that really need it, you know? Like one of the brothers in the class, right. he, you know, he's dealing with a foreclosure. And this is going to help him shut mm-hmm. all of that down. You know, he's shutting all that down through this process. 
Yeah. I see Jason said he listened to that yeah, YouTube video four times today. <laughs> yeah. All right, brother. Anything uh, else? You got any other questions? I will be, I will be hopping on that. Uh, yes, I do. Uh, yeah, because I was, um, I started listening. I was listening to you when you was with the other guys, and and there was something right. that was said then. I'm kind of confused now. Um, is, is it still? Okay. Is it a conflict of interest to be using to be using your social if you uh, have, have properly claimed your nationality? In some ways it is, in some ways it's not, right? Like, for instance, yeah, yeah, not everybody clear. has the money to, to – to, not everybody – see, the, the, what was taught – let's start from the beginning. What was taught before was using your social that makes you an illegist. Using, using your social without properly correcting the nationality is a problem. But once I discovered okay. – I, I, here, here, let me read the SS5 form, what it says. Okay. The, the instructions. See, this is, comes from when people don't really read, right? So, changing information on your Social Security record. To change information on your Social Security number record, i.e., a name or a citizenship change. Here you go. Here's your nationality. You must provide documents to prove your identity. You have to, and then once that changes, you got to let them know. Hey, I, this has been changed. I'm no longer a U.S. citizen. Here I am. This is who I am. And and the thing is, vice versa. So people who come into this country, people who come into this country, and they get a, a T.I.N. You know, that's what they call them. A I.T.I.N. Uh, they're not social, uh-huh. right? But once they become a right. U.S. citizen, they're supposed to let the Social Security Administration know that they're U.S. citizens so that they change the number from an ITIN to a social. Uh, so, so it also works in reverse. Right. It just works in reverse. Right. 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 Now, what uh, really got me thinking, I, I got into a little uh, debate with a guy on, on Facebook who had said he had went to the Social Security Administration, gave him all his paperwork, and he checked off American Indian, right? And the lady specifically uh-huh. told him, oh, now, well, when he did his passport, and the lady said, well, go down to the Social Security Administration and let them know that you are this, so they can correct that. And I thought he was wrong. And, and the reason why I thought he was wrong because I was listening to who I was working with at the time. I said, he's, you know. I, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I was following that, but I didn't have the research to back up that that assumption. But uh-huh. brother came back to me. He said, "Listen, I went up there. I did this, and this is what happened. He, you know, all these things changed. I stopped getting like right now. Like all of the mail I used to get, just regular mail I used to get, I don't get it anymore. Even some of the advertisement mm-hmm. stuff. I haven't had an IRS letter in I don't know mm-hmm. how long." You see what I'm saying? Just from doing a couple of yeah. things, you know, POA doing that thing, oh, it's it's really pulled me out mm-hmm. with the name change. That's gonna that's another game changer. What I'm saying is, it's an account. It says it's, it's a it's a record, so you have to correct the record. So if you just leave the record like that, they're gonna assume yeah. you know it's still the same. It doesn't pull you back into their jurisdiction. 
It's all about how you're filling out paperwork and what you tell them. Same thing with the driver's license. You really don't technically be it unless you fill out that paperwork and say you're a U.S. citizen and all that. Now you under that U.S. citizen contract. See, I have my explanatory right. statements okay. recorded with the DMV. Mm-hmm. It's there saying who I am. Signed and right next to it without prejudice, all rights reserved. No problem. And I can rest assured that they looked up my record before they gave me that name change. You see? Right. <laughs> so. Okay. That's it. The long well, thank you. I appreciate All right, it brother. Much. All right, peace. All right, bro. Peace to you. All right. Uh, someone, well, let me see what the chat says. If I. Uh, if I reopen child support case to miss due to lack of personal jurisdiction, attorney replies, then I reply with intrinsic respect. Since then, there's been no response from the attorney, and the judge rescheduled the next hearing for January. Should I file a motion for summary judgment ASAP? Uh, yeah, if he hasn't replied within the amount of time that he's supposed to, you can't do that. Yes. That's a yes. All right. With that being said, that's the end of the show. And I'm going to leave y'all with uh, this video I said I would play. You can watch it on YouTube, but, you know, just for the run some time out. Uh, and before that, everybody, peace, prosperity, extreme wealth, extreme health to all. Peace. Hindsight Radio. I represent the information station changing the nation. Peace, everybody. This is Akeem L. from Hindsight Radio, the information station changing the nation. Uh, hope everybody's going well. Hope everybody having a peace, prosperity, health, and their wealth with them, or at least in mind daily. You know, in order to achieve the things that you want, you must think on them daily, every second of the day. You need a lot of money, think a lot of money, like you already have it daily. Write it down on a card, repeat it throughout the day. Let them zombies think you are crazy. That's okay. While they're sitting over there in the streets, praising or dancing and happy, skinning and grinning, that they got them a new president, Biden. <laughs> that, that was funny to me. It's all these folks in the street, people of color, dancing for this guy who don't give a damn about him. Like, he's he, he going to be president, <laughs> a better president than the last president. Meanwhile, through all these presidencies, our people have been still getting shot down in the street, disproportionately incarcerated, 
how children in the schools are not treated fairly. But yet, these fools had time to go out there and he got rid of Trump. You know what that's symbolic of to me? See, Trump represents wealth. That name. You think of Trump, you think of money. Think of wealth. And what it represents to me is that the large majority of people do not like people with money. Yes, Trump says some things that I wouldn't say or seem ridiculous. Yes, but what president do you know that hasn't said something that didn't seem ridiculous? See, the narrative that most people believe on Trump is because the media has just so blatantly been against him, the mainstream media. So these zombies are just following. That's right, I'm calling those zombies, and if you one of those zombies, I'm calling you a zombie because all zombies do is want to eat up the living, use up all the resources. They don't think, they just follow. They hear a sound, oh, let me go over there. By the one, oh, let me go over there and dance in the street like a fool. And I'm talking specifically to people that have my, my complexion skin. We ain't got time to be dancing in the street, but our people at the bottom of the scale when it comes to economics, are you serious? You need to be dealing with your house, putting your business in order, especially, look at me, you know what? I am a man. I'm going to speak to the men. Y'all out there dancing in the streets and your families are suffering at the hands of your oppressor. Are you kidding me? You don't have time to be thinking about Biden being president, Trump being president, whoever they're thinking about being president. I done told y'all that's not y'all government. They're not your people. They're the trustees for the real government. And I'm about to expose that today. I got this, this document up here talking about the Charter of the Organization of American States. And it says Charter of the Organization of the of American States. It doesn't say United States. And I'm going to tell y'all who these American states are. Okay? I know there was some discussion or dispute some time ago. Oh, no, not American. That's this, that, and the other. Whatever. I'm proving every day what I'm talking about. People talking, prove. And I may change my mind. Or if you got something that's working and it's got real uh, benefits for the people, prove it. Because right now, when I'm Skimming through Facebook, YouTube, all I see is rhetoric and presumptions about what might work. Okay? Been riding with me for a while. I show y'all what do work, what I've done. Okay? Um, yeah. Brothers, you ain't got time to be out there dancing and, and, and happy for your next slave master. Because that's what he, you know, president, that's all he is. He's the overseer of the plantation for his U.S. citizens. All right, wake up. Stop it. I could talk all day on that one. All right. So, reason for this video is, as you can see, chart of the organization of America State. This is from the Avalon. I'll put the links. You know, I put the links of everything I talk about in the uh, chat. 
or in the uh, description so y'all can go read it for yourself. You and me, I'm going to be skimming through this just to highlight points that you can use for remedy because definitely you can use this as a remedy. <laughs> this is, when I get finished reading this, and as I'm saying this, I'm wobbling my head. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yo, when I get finished with this, I'm like, wow. None of y'all, none of those other teachers ever even went this deep. And right now, I'm like heading straight for the center, the core of this this whole process. And to tell y'all the truth, I'm already at the core. I'm just going back because I, I have got to the core a long time ago. I just now it's time to take y'all through the steps I went through. All right, let's let, let's go. And let's. This is the document. Avalon, I'm going to the top. You know, it's got all. It's got 110 articles. So you know, I'm not reading that, right? It's a decade of American foreign policy, 1941 to 1949. Ogata Conference of American States Charter Organization of American States, March 30th to May 2nd, 1948. Now, I'm like, what are they talking about? When I said Bogata, it's like, yo, are they talking about? Us? Of course they are. They're not talking about U.S. citizens, though. Okay? They're not talking about U.S. citizens. See, just, just, just a little side note. When they put together the DS-11 for the passport, it was designed for Americans to get their passport to be able to travel everywhere, right? Especially to the other Americans. Uh, states or countries, right? Because, you know, states and countries, pretty much the same way. They're similar to that, right? So, but since the United States don't have any real population of living people, they had to they put a run up, and they did it in the oath. And you can go back and watch that video on the DS-11 where I read that oath. Because it says, you are a U.S. citizen, blah, 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 unless you give us your explanatory statements and follow the instructions on page four in actual conditions, right? So what it did, what it was really saying, I'm going to put it in other words, you are a U.S. citizen, thus you tell us you, you are an American national by doing these two things, explanatory statements and page four, follow those directions, right? They, instead of putting the American first, they put... They, they, they wanted to trick you into being a U.S. citizen by those words. You know, lawyers wrote that, right? You got to keep them on a the plantation. And all you people, y'all showed how, let me move for you. All you zombies, y'all showed how much y'all want to stay on a plantation when y'all jumped out there in the street in advance of uh, Biden being becoming uh, president. We ain't got time to be doing that type of stuff, for real. Because if y'all haven't been paying attention, stuff's about to get real. This year is not over. 2020 has been something, and this year is not over. And I'm, 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 I'm intentional in putting my intentions on my life, and I'm not going to, whatever's going to go down, it ain't going to happen in my house. We're going to be shielded from that because my mind is always staying in the positive, wealthy, healthy, making sure the money's flowing 
to me in my family. That's what y'all need to be worried about. Y'all see them? But see, all that stuff, y'all watching that stuff on TV, and y'all ain't thinking about making no money. Y'all watching TikTok, watching Facebook. Yeah, I want y'all to watch YouTube, watch my videos, because my videos is going to show y'all how to get to take care of y'all business. Watch these things with with the intention of being successful at something. I wouldn't all this entertainment. See, entertainment is a distraction. It's okay to have a good time, but there's a time for everything. And right now we at DEFCON 200, our community. All right. So we've got 110 articles, Charter of Organization of American States. And it says, in the name of their peoples, the states represented in the Ninth International Conference of American States. So who is represented in this conference, right? Let's go to Wikipedia. The Inter-American Conference on Problems of War and Peace, right? And it, it, it breaks down. Yeah, I'm not going to read all of that, but I want to go to the countries. The Organization of American States, the OAS, and if you highlight that, it's going to bring up a little drop down that says the Organization of American States or the OAS or OEA is a continental organization that was founded on 30th April 1948. Now, look how they wrote that, 30th April 1948. Y'all need to be restructuring your paper and writing everything like that. The day, the month, and then the year. That's how real Americans write, okay? For the purposes of solidarity and cooperation among its member states within the Western Hemisphere. During the Cold War, the United States hoped the OAS would, um, I don't want to go there. Well, that's just, just, I was going to go read that, but um, it'll take me away from where I want, and I don't want to. So all the people that's a part of this or the, the American states that's a part of it, here it is, Antigua, Barbuda, Argentina, Barbados, Brazil, Belize, Bahamas, Bolivia, Canada, Chile, Colombia, Costa Rica, Dominica, Dominican Republic, Ecuador, El Salvador, Grenada, Guatemala, Guyana, not Ghana, Guyana. Haiti, Honduras, Jamaica, Mexico, Nicaragua, Panama, Paraguay, Peru, St. Lucia, St. Vincent, and the Grenadines, St. Kitts, Nevis, Suriname, Trinidad and Tobago, United States, Uruguay, and Venezuela. And you see it says United States, right? So United States is coming in, the United States is coming as the trustee for the American states. The true true people. Okay? That's the trustee. See, the other these, they're coming in as self. But since there's so many states, which is 50 of them, you have to send them what? The trustee in, which is called the United States. So when they're talking about American, and you're not going to see U.S. citizen in this anywhere. That's why y'all got to stop checking them boxes, U.S. citizen, U.S. citizen. Stop checking them boxes, y'all, because U.S. citizens are confined to here, and the only rights they got is what 
the Congress gives them. Okay? Now, here's the University of Minnesota Human Rights Library. See, you'll find so much information when you go to the human rights sections of things. And and how I found this, I was looking for something else. I was really looking for the style manual for something else. And then, I, you know, sometimes I, I get distracted and I start reading something else. And I thought, oh, wow, this is really good information. So this document looks a little bit, little bit to be in the preamble is on the right side, but I'm going to start with the preamble. And it says, all men are born free and equal in dignity and in rights. It says all men, right? You know this, the same men. In dignity and rights, and men encompasses men and women. Okay, let's see. Um, I just want to be clear on that. In dignity and rights and being endowed by nature. See? They're talking natural law now. With reason and conscience, they should conduct themselves as brothers one to another. The the fulfillment of duty by each individual is a prerequisite to the rights of all. Rights and duties are interrelated in every social and political activity of man. While rights exalt individual liberty, duties express the dignity of that liberty. Duties of juridical nature presuppose others of a moral nature, which support them in principle and constitute their basis. So as it says, duties of juridical nature presuppose others. Let's see what that says. Let, let's see what presuppose means. I like that. Open up another page. You know, I'm always looking at stuff. What is this? Uh, presupposed meaning of an action process or argument requires a precondition of possibility or coherence. Tacitly assume at the beginning of a line of argument or of course of action that something is the case. So it's saying duties of juridical nature presuppose others of moral nature which support them in principle and constitute their basis. All right. Inasmuch as spiritual development is the supreme end of human existence and the highest expression thereof, it is the duty of man to serve that end with all its strength and resources. That last little paragraph means that the juridical nature is, is supposed to support everything after it. So y'all are supposed to be getting these courts to enforce your spiritual aspirations. The spiritual rights. I just read, it says, inasmuch as spiritual development is the supreme end of human existence and the highest expression thereof, it is the duty of man to serve that end with all his strength and resources. Now, y'all always know me for years, always taught or talk about spiritual things. The original purpose of Hindsight Radio was for me to get on and teach the Bible, not as they teach it in church, but pretty much like Reverend Ike teaches it and all the other spiritual leaders that was on that same path. That's what I wanted to do. That was my original person. 2012 is when I started Hindsight Radio. Then in 2015, uh, I met someone and we, you know, I didn't have any content before that. I was like, you know, what am, how am I going to get the noise? That's why I was more worried about an audience than just, than just speaking. 
And a little side note or word of advice, if you've got an idea, don't worry about the audience. The audience will come. Just put it out there. Put your content out there. Don't do like I did for three years. Sit on it, this idea until something came along. And we went on, and I went on a sideways. You know, I started talking about birth certificates, Daryl Potty Jet Collectors, court cases, which is great because now I'm, I'm, a, I'm a beast in those things. And, but I do, but I come, I'm coming back. I am back to where it needs to be. The spiritual needs to be the supreme thing in your life, the, the supreme mode of operation in your life. Whatever that is you choose to make spiritual. I'm not saying pick a certain religion or anything like that. I'm just saying tap into yourself, go in within, and pull out your spiritual, true nature, your spiritual side. All right. Since culture is the highest society and historical expression of that spiritual development, did you hear that? Since culture is the highest social and historical expression of that spiritual development, it is power. Now let me ask you a question. In this country, have they helped you foster your ancestral culture, spirituality? No. At every turn, they called it wicked, demonic. If you're listening... If the listener has an ear, hear what the spirit is saying. This is real remedy. This is a actual. They adopted this document. This 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 is adopted in with these American states that they will follow this. See, I've been going into them to their little side rules and trying to get them to do right. Right? Okay. I'm, I'm showing y'all. This is why when I went in the court and did my name change, the first thing I said out my mouth was spiritual. And boom, walked out of there with my decree. All right? See, the first thing, see, they, see, the Bible says, put forth the kingdom first, and all these things will be added to you. Do I need to read that? Do I need to read it? Okay. I, 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 y'all need, y'all, y'all need. Uh, I, you know, I don't know the exact scripture. Or, or, uh, this is how I find stuff, so this is going to help y'all do stuff. Kingdom. Sorry about my slow. Let's see if I can find it this, this way. It'll bring me to the scripture. Refer me to a bunch of YouTube videos. Okay. Let's see what this one is. He did, the kingdom of heaven is like a nope, 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 nope. This is not what I want. But let's just try it this way. But first, the kingdom of God. Okay, let's try this one. Let's see. Here it is right there. Matthew 6.33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. What is God? The high consciousness of your thoughts. To me, it's What's inside of me? God works through me. My higher consciousness. I got to put that first. See to the health of that consciousness first. That is, it is absorbing and emanating everything that is good that I desire. My highest form of divinity. Put that first. No, y'all putting some other stuff first. Oh, I got to go vote. Oh, oh, I got to go do this. I got to go do that. Something that, that has nothing to do with spirituality. And this is why you can't get the things. 
You can't get the things until you put the spiritual first. And this document is proving that they knew this. That's why they said it was supreme. Right. And since moral conduct constitutes the noblest flowering of culture, it is the duty of every man always to hold it in high respect. All right. Now, you got, um, whereas the American peoples, see, Americans, you don't see U.S. citizens, the American peoples have acknowledged the dignity of the individual and their national constitutions recognize that juridical and political institutions which regulate life in human society have as their principal aim the protection of the essential rights of man and the creation of circumstances that will permit him to achieve spiritual and material progress and attain happiness. I, wait a minute. They just, they just did Matthew 6.33. They just said it. Look, it said Permit him to achieve spiritual material progress and ha- attain happiness. Okay, what is Matthew 6.30? But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I told you all they're using these spiritual laws in their laws, but you got to activate and see there is man's law, then there's God's law. They use them both. And right now, y'all working off a of man's law. Most part, living off of his loss. It, and the reason why you're living off his loss is because you heard it on TV, you heard it on news. They told you Biden won, which he really didn't, by the way, because they don't certify the president until December. He's not had, he, he really hasn't been certified as the president yet or being the president elect. Y'all heard that through the media. So just that's just a little side note. Now, I don't know what's going to happen. I know Trump's fighting it. Let's see what happens with that. But anyway. The American states have, on a repeated occasion, recognized the essential rights of man and are not derived from the fact that he is a national of a certain state. What? But are based upon attributes of his human personality. They didn't say U.S. citizen of a state. They said national. No case in All right. The international protection of rights of man should be the principal guide of an evolving American law. They're not saying U.S. law, that codes and that. They're saying American law. What's American law? Constitution and treaties. Okay? Like this one here. The affirmation of essential human rights by the American states together with the guarantees given by the internal regimes of the states established the initial system of protection considered by the American states as being suited to the present social and juridical conditions, not without a recognition on their part that they should increasingly strengthen the system in the international field as conditions become more favorable. The Ninth International Conference of American States, Chapter 1. Article 1, rights. Every human being has a right to life, liberty, and security of his person. How do you have the rights and liberty and security of your person if they're just stopping you randomly without warrants that goes against the Constitution? Okay? All persons are equal before the law and have the rights and duties established in this declaration without distinction as to race, sex, 
language, creed, or any other factor. So they come in every day. So in that one, every right there, doesn't matter who you are. It can be from out of space. Every person has the right to freely, the right freely to profess a religious faith and to manifest and practice it both in public and in private. Wait a minute. Hold the phone. Hold the mic. Hold whatever. Do they let you practice your faith freely? Especially if you're not a Christian. You go to school and you put a little thing on and they oh, no, you can't wear that. They let you braid your hair. They don't want you to have braids, certain hairstyles. All you got to do is say, this is my religious faith. Boom, shuts it all down. Well, you see, they got most people thinking distortedly about their religious faith. And, and oh, I don't want to use that. You know, you know, professing everything else. Why not that? Some of y'all was out there professing WAP in D.C. for uh, peace, everybody. Um, I'm going to stop it right there. It's at 27 minutes and 45 seconds. If you want to hear the rest of that, go to Akeem on my YouTube channel. Just just type in Akeem L, and you'll find it. It's, I put the link up to it in the chat if you're still there. Um, you'll find it there. That'll be it. I have to show. Oh. Um, there you go. It's in the chat. Go 27 minutes, 45 seconds. You can pick up from there. Peace. Stay right there. Stay right there. You're listening to Hindsight Radio. 